Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi there. Welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast. Yeah. I literally just deleted all the other stuff we usually say here because, well, this is... We did twelve episodes last year. <laughs> uh, fun, fun peek behind the behind the curtains of this podcast is um, we don't listen to the intro music. Uh, Greg Gregor adds, adds it in post production, right? And yeah. so, uh, but I just played it in my head, just, and I miss it. <laughs> I mean, and the other day we were talking about the uh, the the music for our other podcast. Um, talk plus the, the one about butt plugs and. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I like started singing the full 90 podcast music and I was like, oh, you know what? We got to do a podcast about soccer. <laughs> We're your hosts from mornings on 1077 The End. I'm Gregor and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth at CenturyLink Field. I don't think at Lumen Field yet. He's sexy, no. skanking, mustache Brandon. Dude. And I do this for free. <laughs> I still don't get paid for this. But we haven't done a podcast in a long time. So. Uh, li- this li- welcome to Nos Arietis. <laughs> Can we have that name now? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating. Definitely five stars. But primarily, if you could just leave us a comment, we want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC jersey. Oh, okay. How's yeah. that? Yeah, I like that. From, uh, I guess, oh man, if I go back from the pitch black to yeah. the olympic white <laughs> no, if anyone says olympic white i'm gonna block you on the podcast i don't know that, how to do that but that's so gonna we, happen we've talked so Keith. much about <laughs> we he, he would be the worst fan uh we've talked so much about like kits and jerseys on this show and obviously olympic white is i i don't know if it's because it was just a bad 
boring design or if it was because the the Sounders record in that jersey was so so poor. But that green jersey, which was basically the green version of the Olympic white from that same season, yeah. I think was so good. It's like so it was so simple. Um, like the pinstripes weren't very pronounced. Like I don't know if you remember it, but it was the same jersey. It was just the the green instead of the white. Um, and it, and we've always talked about like how the Sounders have such a unique color in the in the um, in like the grand MLS spectrum of colors mm-hmm. that they could just like lean it like Liverpool is the reds you know the Sounders yeah. could be the greens I think it's a great point you make I think that's um especially it's especially fun because Portland is also green and theirs is terrible and I yeah. mean really Seattle's is like the worst color yeah, possible yeah, yeah. <laughs> it real bad but I'm yeah. looking for what you're talking about here though it was the same year as the Olympic whites right uh, so yeah same year yeah it had blue sleeves which I hated. The no, no, green. no, 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 no. Different one. Different one. It was no, the no, year no. before. I'm looking that. at it right here. It's it's got the pinstripes, but it had blue sleeves. No, no, no. It was the uh, Sounders Rays. Oh, I green. see. Because it changed the the green changed in 16. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the white came in in 15. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I see it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just classic. That was like um, yeah. It's just a classic. Like yeah, really it was simple. simple. Really simple shirt. Um, yeah, I didn't like the collar. Like the collar, it was. It didn't have like the collar collar like the nineteen seventy four throwback jerseys, but it had like a kind of a piping around the collar that I didn't love. But other than that, I thought it was a, a, a such a great kit. The reason we talk about this though, well, hold on, hold on, I'm not done. Okay, okay, <laughs> I refuse to move on. I like the one that has the space needle on it. That's like, um, oh yeah, yeah. The tw- that was the twenty four. That was when they won the uh, supporter shield in that kit. Yeah, that's Dempsey. my favorite one. I love, the, I love the thought of like, who do you think of when you, um, when you picture a certain kit. You know, like who's the first person that you think of when you picture the green kit with the blue sleeves? Oh, Clint Dempsey. Clint Dempsey. Mine is Joven Jones for some reason. Okay. Okay. All yeah. Right. Um, or like the how about the white, uh, the white with the blue collar like that? Um, oh, the throwback kit. Wow. Um, maybe like a James Riley. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I go. I see. I go Nico Ladero for that one because I think that. Wait, the, oh, I'm sorry. The white with the green, with the blue. No, no, it wouldn't have been James Riley. He was gone. I was thinking he, of he the, would have been gone by then. I was thinking of the all blue. Uh, yeah, Nico oh, Lanero for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The all blue. Oh man, that kit was great. See, I think of the the first iteration of DeAndre Yedlin. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We have a review. Hey, what? Despite despite having not done this, I'll keep this looking show at I'll keep looking while. at shirts while you yeah, while you figure that yeah. out. Okay, uh, Richter G uh, or Richtorg, which is a better way of saying that, <laughs> oh, gave us a review in September. So it shows you how long we haven't done this. <laughs> Says sorry this review is so late. Hey, sorry that us reading this is so late. He says definitely five stars. I was stuck on my OnlyFans boat, <laughs> ruminating on how JP is the most important sounder in club history. Wow. Wow. I, I think it's Ozzy Alonso just to respond mm. to that, but uh, yeah. JP is not, or Stefan Fry maybe. I mean, it's yeah. I think I, Fry has also has got to be up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oba probably up uh-huh. there. I'm sure we actually already broke all of this down in September. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Man, that um, the Jimi Hendrix is so good. Ooh, yeah. See, who's the first person you think? Obviously, it's still like this will be the first year without the kit. So I think we can look back. Is who's the first person you think of in the the Yimmy kit? Oh, Christian Roldan. 
Really? That, I'm sorry, I just said that. My brain just spouted yeah. that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was weird. I just got, that was like, you got a, a real honest answer out of me right I, there. I just like tapped into your subconscious. Yeah, it just like flowed right out yeah. of me. That was awesome. Yeah, mine's Yamar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he looks so good in that kit. There's no way to say this delicately, so I probably just shouldn't say it or whatever. Sure, yeah. But the that kit really flattered the skin with more melatonin. No, right? melanin. No. <laughs> melanin, yeah. <laughs> Wait, how come he's so sleepy? Nah, he been licking Neymar. <laughs> Yamar even, not even Neymar. <laughs> Just uh, no wonder Freddie Montero was so lazy for all of those years. Because <laughs> he had so much melatonin in his skin. <laughs> well, I'm just going to sit the rest of this one out, Brandon, because yeah, I, yeah. Think I, uh, I think I I I think think earned it. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Uh, to the kit thing in a second. Uh, this week, it's the Cup of CONCACAF champions, Seattle Sounders FC, taking on the African Cup of Champions, a.k.a. just the CAF champions. Oh. Al-Ali Sporting Club. I, it's SC, and I just want people to think it's like dumb old... St. Louis or whatever, where it's soccer club, get out of here. I hope it's Sporting Ali City. <laughs> I, I actually think they're in Cairo, so it's probably not. <laughs> Al Ali Wizards. <laughs> Sporking. <laughs> Sporking Al Ali. <laughs> there it is. So as long as they a- don't have uh, Tim Malia in goal, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> now, it's been a long time. Since Sorry, we, Tim Melatonin. <laughs> Melatonin Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's sleepy. It's been a long time, so I haven't checked to make sure it still works, but I believe Full90Podcast.com is a thing still. Yeah. But yeah. Since, since September or whenever we last No idea this. where it goes. I think it goes to our OnlyFans. There's a new kit that's coming. That's what we're getting at, but there's also a new kit sponsor. So uh, the teasing at the time of recording this has come in. The uh, It was at the Seattle Center. There was just a... Badass-looking neon space needly logo with a dragon swirling up it, and like change the change the logo to that. Yeah, yeah, just done. Like all of the fan research that they did, it, unless like everybody responded, everybody that responded in that fan survey about how to do the new crest, everybody was just like Ed Hardy, do an Ed Hardy crest. Let's just do an Ed Hardy crest. <laughs> All I thought was, you know what that crest needs is more dragons. More dragons. Everybody's <laughs> ah, like whales. That's nope. a pretty good dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, it's uh, the the crest is Trogdor. <laughs> Dude, see <laughs> a big beefy arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's already the Kraken logo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the best shirt of that. Um, uh, you know, at one point I was like worried to wear that because um, I didn't want to offend the Kraken, and they've completely like iced me on everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't the this isn't the right podcast for that. We got to no, get to no, sumo no. still. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, there's a new there's a new shirt coming, and everyone suspects that it is a Bruce Lee tribute after the success of the Jimi Hendrix kit. That it's Bruce Lee oriented, and that it'll be some sort of dragon pattern. You found something that is proclaims to be what it's going to look like. I didn't find it. Somebody posted um, something, and it was the I guess there was a Manchester United pre match top. Uh, I think it was probably for like a Lunar New Year mm. um, thing. You know how a lot of clubs now these days uh, will do like around Black History Month or around sure. you know some event like Pride Month. They will do a, spe- a special top for that month um, for like the pre match because they're not going to change their their regular kit. So there was a Manchester United pre match top that had a dragon, and somebody took one of the. Yeah, so there's a website. <laughs> Trogdor. There's a. Um, 
there is a website that is associated with this promotion for this new Sounders kit, right? And there's a like dragon motif kind of in the background. And somebody was able to like take just a screenshot of that and show it right next to the dragon on the top of the, um, on this Manchester United pre-top, pre-match top. And it's basically the same exact pattern. And it's and in the deepest top as yeah. well. Yeah, exactly. So well, I was worried. better than that it, manual one because that looked terrible. Oh yeah, not good. I would see, I was, so I first saw that um, the it's like this neon Sounders crest with the dragon wrapped around the thing, right? It's like on dis, it's it's on display outside of uh, I think under the Space Needle or like near Seattle Center, right? And the first thing I thought of, I was like, oh man, I was telling you, I was like, oh man, I hope it's a Bruce Lee thing. Like, oh, they could do an Enter the Dragon thing. And then um, I like Googled it for exactly one second and saw that 90 billion people have already come to that conclusion. And I'm not as clever as I think I I, I didn't want to be rude, but uh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I was like, Brandon's been busy. He sold three houses this week. So he's, he's, he's been a busy guy. It'll be so, I mean, Look, as a nerd, as as two uh, middle-aged white guys with um, the, your typical um, interest in Asian culture and things, and like wa- like enjoy watching kung fu and yeah. eating, uh, I don't know, Asian. I food. do martial arts. I'm almost a black belt. Like it's like yeah, I've taken yeah. it to a whole stupider level. Yeah, yeah. I've see, been see to Twitter. I've <laughs> been to Japan. Uh, not not that you know Bruce Lee's Chinese, but you know. Um, uh, but I. I, I am I am stoked for this. I, I like as two guys who are also very into music. I thought the Jimi Hendrix kit was incredible, and I love the fact that the Sounders are like not. I don't feel like it's necessarily pandering to the whole Seattle scene, right? Like going with the Jimi Hendrix kit and now going to a Bruce Lee kit. I think that uh, I, I'm hoping that because the Bruce Lee one, or sorry, the the Jimi Hendrix one was like. It wasn't just like a big Jimi Hendrix or a guitar across the front because you see those like minor league team jerseys all the time that are like Star Wars kits and you think it could be cool, but then it's just like Darth Vader on the front of a shirt, right? Where like this, like with the Purple Haze kit, like they got to be a little bit more creative. It was a little bit more uh, metaphorical. Like, yes, this is in honor of Jimi Hendrix. Like this isn't just going to be, you know, like the three slashes across the chest that Bruce Lee (laughs) got in the movie Enter the Dragon right like hopefully there's something more of a motif that like alludes to bruce lee and his um and his movies rather than you know just like a, a yellow a yellow top with like the black down the sides that like would the, be dope <laughs> though dude if you did that that's like so iconic bruce lee i think that'd be awesome only if they wore long yellow pants also <laughs> they're the only team of the summer in houston playing in long <laughs> yellow pants <laughs> i I say we make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Also, I hope that after this one, I'm just thinking way ahead. I'm a, I'm a future thinker. I hope that they bring back the Jimi Hendrix kit because everyone loved it so much, but they just call it the Prince kit and just use the same exact thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, Prince, Prince, famously from Seattle. <laughs> he played here before, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. No, I'm just, well, no, it's, but to your point, though, I'm trying to think about like who's the next. Um, like who's the next Seattle icon that the Sounders lean into for their second kit, right? And so I'm thinking, like, obviously there's got to be Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, um, Bezos, and yeah, Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to do Bill Gates. Uh, do they do like a, a, a Ken Griffey Jr. kit now? Cisco, part <laughs> yes. Yes, Cisco's from Seattle. I don't know, but he's here. Like, you right? do a Sir Mix a lot. 
See, there you go. Just do baggy, uh, or no, that's MC Hammer. Never mind. <laughs> they, they all wear that hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or at least in goal to keep the sun right. out of his eyes. Yeah. Fry's got that hat Bring on. back the caps. Can you imagine? <laughs> how many, how many f- caps does he have? <laughs> they all show up in Lamborghinis. Like yes. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So there's a new kit coming anytime now. Probably by the time we release this, it'll come out. We'll sound super dumb, as always, because we don't know what the hell's going on. But whatever. That's how it goes. Well, there's a new way to watch MLS. People getting mad on the internet after anything happens at the match. It's this week in Fan Outrage. This week is a tweet from Hey Gregor on Twitter, obviously. I find it genuinely mind-blowing that MLS thinks people are going to pay a subscription fee to watch their product. They've hired some great talent, like Keith Costigan, to help make it attractive, and I wish the best for said talent. But the idea of a paywall for a niche sport in the USA is absurd. Someone clapped back at me to be like, a niche sport, LOL. And so I started doing just some of like the finances and like the how big MLS and is in the um, in the country it's like sure, the fourth the, the, the sport maybe isn't niche because but the the league itself is but in the sure. u.s right in like that United was States, yeah yeah and yeah, so yeah. it's like the league is fourth or fifth biggest depending on what the metric you're looking at behind many other like in one metric canadian yeah. football is ahead of, oh god you know like so and hey i only did a uh, precursor research of this or whatever but i do find it preposterous that a league that is in third, fourth, fifth place um, in revenue or eyeballs or whatever is hiding behind a paywall. Um, that they're putting their not hiding, but they're putting their product in a in a place where you're not going to be able to access it well. Well, what what about the forty percent of games that are going to be free to broadcast or free on the app? Okay, I I understand this, um, and I back down on this stance because uh, the Jeremiah Oshan of um, of Sounder at Heart kind of took R.I.P. Pepper. <laughs> He um he you know he kind of took aim at me to be like you're oversimplifying this here's all the reasons why this is a is a bad bad take or whatever right yeah. um and hold on I'm trying to pull that up real quick 
And he's like, you realize that there's a ton of people that were doing that already, paying to be able to watch it. And like, I don't like these arguments of a ton of people. I don't. That doesn't mean anything. If you had to pay for cable, okay, I get it. That's one level. Um, and if you were paying for an ESPN Plus subscription or whatever the method was that you were doing it, that's another. The games are kind of all over the place from year to year. There's not like a clear way to get it. This is finally solving all of those problems, right? Um, that's that's cool. The, the four things he told me. I doubt many people will actually pay the fifteen bucks a month when the when for a hundred bucks you could get it for the year. That's to watch the Sounders. You're gonna get you're gonna pay a hundred dollars to watch it for a year, and that's okay. I mean, like. I pay a hundred something for like one twenty five, I think, or something for F one TV to sure. be able to have access to Formula One. Formula One is a global event. It is, um, it's a little bit different than having the team that plays down the street from us or whatever. Okay, but fine. Um, two forty percent of the games are totally free. Awesome. I think that if you're going to jump from one medium to another, that number doesn't meet the the baseline for me i think you start with 60 70 percent of the games are free next season 40 also it's something about like there's always been this dichotomy of the the way i feel like the league views itself versus the fans of the teams in the league view the league which is we are seattle sounders fans right like we support the seattle sounders um Great. MLS wants to get and I and I'll try to watch other MLS matches if they're on, right? And I if I have the time. But like, am I am I going out of my way to watch a bunch of other like if in a year that sporting Kansas City and Real Salt Lake are both bad, right? Like, am I gonna go take my time to watch that if it has no impact on, you know, maybe toward the end of the season where the Sounders might stack up, right? In the in the standings? No, probably not. I'm not a fan of the league MLS. And 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 so the fact that they're like, oh, we're gonna give away 40% of games free. Okay, how many of those are my team playing in? Right? Yeah. Probably not most of them. Because especially like a team like the Sounders, LAFC, um, some of the bigger teams in the league are gonna that's their bread and butter. That's why they have the paywall is so that they can like get people to pay to watch those games. Number three, vast majority of MLS fans were already paying something to watch games on TV. Now, this is interesting to me because what you just said, you just reframed it for me, which is fascinating, is that like MLS fans, how many MLS fans are there? And I don't know the number to that, but like I don't know anybody who's following teams that aren't directly the Sounders' main competition, and if even that. Yeah. So – Whatever. I'm just thinking about this a lot, and as a guy who has a season ticket, I'll be able to watch it for free. I, it doesn't. Yeah. This doesn't actually impact me. I'm just worried about the at the time when you're trying to get a league to grow, making it harder to cost prohibitive to be able to to grow your audience is is just an interesting move to me. And then I'm, like then things yeah. get brought up like the well the it's been stagnant as it is they need something else to do it and and also i understand as a person who is in the ad revenue business that ad revenue is not what it was because everyone is finding ways to consume things without ads and so the idea that you're going to be interrupted by advertising um is not something that people are going to put up with for much longer um, and so you have to find a way to grow this and make things. You have to pay for this. It doesn't film itself. There aren't like right. you have to pay for the infrastructure to make this happen. So I totally see that side of it too. I just like this year you're you're launching um, St. Louis SC. I think I said Salt Lake earlier, but St. Louis yeah. SC is going to start. And our friend Leslie hit me up to be like, my dad and brother will watch whatever sports are on TV. It doesn't matter. 
but if this isn't on TV, they're not going to just come across it and figure out how to – they're not going to invest in learning about this. So you have a brand new team that's going to have a really diehard fan base, hopefully, at the stadium, and then that's it. The yeah. the, the viewership numbers, I, I feel like, are going to be alarming for a lot of these clubs. Like half the reason – so I have cable, and half the reason I got it was just so I wouldn't have to like – dig around every time the Sounders were playing to try to find a, play, a way to watch them, yeah. right? Because if you had ESPN Plus or whatever, you know, but you lived in the Northwest, it was blacked out. So I was like, God, I got to, like, even though I pay, <laughs> I pay for the thing to be able to watch my team, I can't watch them, yeah. right? And so I was like, oh, I'll get cable so I can, like, actually watch it on TV. Now I get to watch a lot of other sports as well. But now I can find almost all of those other sports on Peacock, like especially a Premier League mm-hmm. or or you know La Liga and and uh, the German league Bundesliga are both on on ESPN Plus as well. Dude, I'm going to be more likely to watch the Charlotte Independence versus the Indy Eleven for free on ESPN. Not for free, I pay for ESPN Plus, but yeah. on ESPN Plus because it's accessible, where I can also get a bunch of other things than just pay Apple for one product, right? Yeah. And I get and I suppose Ted Lasso. Yeah, you're right. You don't have to pay for Apple TV Plus to get this. You can just pay for MLS, right? Like I don't see that's the, that's the whole other thing is it's just like it, it'd be like putting it on Fubo TV, right? Where it's like a product that nobody has except for the one event that they want to watch every year, yeah. right? Um, and so I don't know. It's I I guess the one benefit to this is that now we'll be able to be like okay. The Sounders are playing against the Timbers at 7 o'clock on this date, and we don't have to worry about whether or not the Pro Bowling Association is running a little bit over, and we're going to get bumped by 15 minutes. So first we have to go watch it on Fox Sports 2 for the first 15 minutes, and then they're going to switch over to Pro Bull Riding, and then we have to go back to Fox Sports 1 to be able to watch the Sounders on that channel, right? Like, that's the biggest benefit, I would I would say. Yeah, and, and like, I love the pioneering attitude, and I think if you're going to pick a company that gets things, this is going to be hot take, that gets things right, like that they don't roll things out until it's working, Apple is that company. And so I think, yeah. I think we're going to have an awesome experience with it. And I'm actually really looking forward to being bored and on my phone, pop, pop open the season and be able to watch that. I think that's... I guess there's something really positive about that experience. I just think that jumping in for $100 a season, and other leagues do it too if you get the MLB package or whatever. Like, I get it. it there's a there's a price that comes with that. Lots of these are on TV as well. Um, and they'll figure out how to get it on in bars and stuff. I think it's going to work out, but I just – it needs to be easier because the league isn't established. The MLB is the second most – is the second biggest league in the country behind the NFL. The NFL is the are the ones that should be doing this, and maybe they do. I don't follow. If NFL put every game behind a paywall, like if they just put everything, said you have to subscribe to NFL TV to watch any of this, yeah. right? And like, because they could, they could do their own streaming service, right? They could say everybody has to subscribe. Like they would kill it. Yeah, they everybody would do it because everybody would watch it. I mean, I'm not a football fan. I probably wouldn't do it, but it's. I, I will say it's the biggest sport in the country, right? People yeah. will do it if NBA did. The I think same it's thing. the biggest league in the in the world. Maybe like most yeah, I think EPL is probably bigger yeah. than that. I think some yeah, of the soccer maybe. ones are. Yeah, but still, I I mean, it's like MLS. It's almost like a little too big. Maybe see, part of me feels like, did they have anywhere else to go? Like, did they have really another option? Because sometimes maybe MLS just didn't get the eyeballs, right? And like ESPN was like, ah, I mean, we'll put you all on ESPN Plus, but you know, are we going to carry all your games, you know, on 
national television probably not but i think your point about like leslie like my family my dad will text me every once in a while he'll be like soccer's on and the only reason that that he knows that it's on is because he was flipping through the channels and it was on and he was like oh my son likes this i'm gonna watch this (laughs) you know I'm looking at the top 10 biggest sports leagues in the world from some website I've never heard of. Okay, and I'm not I'm not actually doing the homework here to find out what they're what how they're getting this data, okay? I just don't have time right now. Um, but it's from Creedon, K R E E D O N.com, okay? The top 10 biggest sports leagues in the world, NFL, Indian Premier League cricket, Major League Baseball, National Basketball Association, English Premier League. NHL, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A, and UEFA Champions League. So, whatever the metric is for this, and that's uh, tw- in 2022. That's uh, that's when this came out. So, um, MLS is making it challenging at a time when they need to make it grow, when they need explosive growth, and like, yeah. I don't know how I don't have the answer to that either, which is what makes me a dick about this because I don't know how you do it other than what I've seen, like. Uh, what's his name? Some Gooner guy was like um, Rod, I think is his name. Um, he was like, yeah, well, you know, because I was making fun of F1 for doing the terrible Netflix show. He's like, yeah, we'll just get a couple celebrities to invest billions of dollars into a team and follow that around and make a show out of it. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, kinda. <laughs> like, like if if you want more eyeballs on this stuff and for it to be more successful, you gotta get more people to watch and you gotta create some drama around it. I don't care personally if it like. If it grows massively or anything, I like I. It would be cool for, I don't know, bragging rights if your team does really well. But it, now, so if the Sounders win the Club World Cup, does that excuse mean me that when the Sounders win the Club World Cup? Wait, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the Sounders win win the Club World Cup, does that mean that they will no longer play in the MLS? So do they uh, get promoted to whatever the next hire? Like what's the NHL? <laughs> 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 or do they do they get promoted to like the English Championship, uh, or uh, if they beat Real Madrid, do they become the Spanish champions? Sorry, bud. There's uh there's no pro well in MLS. So oh um. right right right. But this is in MLS. This is the cup of con. No, this is the cup of cup of Concacaf uh, cups. Cup of cup. Yeah, it's the cups of Concacaf cups. <laughs> the cup of calf cups. There we go. Yeah. That's what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. The cup. The cup of cups. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you win the cup of cups, I think you uh, play on the moon. Actually, so oh. dude, that the cup the cup of Concacaf cup would be so the the or sorry the cup of cups yeah, uh, the, that they get to play today or cups. this weekend. Uh, that would be the best time to break <laughs> out this Bruce Lee kit. <laughs> Rulers of the moon, champions of the cup of cups. <laughs> dude, kung fu in space. Come oh, on, come on! It would be amazing. Actually, yeah. it'd be terrible because if you yeah. push off on someone in space, you go flying too, and so it would be te- it would be a terrible disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all I have to say through this whole thing is that um, that tweet that I did got some decent response, some decent like clicks on it, and then it also got a lot of people very grumpy with me. And I wish I hadn't have done it because it is exhausting. <laughs> like. Isn't this the year of Darth Gurg? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I am trying to give in to my hatred, but yeah. also, um, on a on a you know a personal note, like I, I was speaking to my therapist, and she like asked me how my 12 year old me would think about my my life and how it's developed, and I said it, he would be really bummed out, and it's because it's the year of Darth Gurg. It's like, um, 
I want to I want to be kind and positive and a force of creativity, not one of cynicism, not one of. Um, I mean, I mean, Darth Vader uh, was instrumental in the creation of the Death Star, so it's not like there was a lack of creativity there. <laughs> hey, I, I don't mean to 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 have rank with you, but will you be yeah. my Grand Moff Tarkin if I'm Yeah, Darth absolutely. Vader? Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah, in the, uh, uh, now I would say where there's a lack of creativity is the planet killer, uh, star killer base, which is basically just the, I mean, it's the, it's the original, it's the, uh, a, a new hope yeah. again. Nah, right? it's, Kylo Ren is such a dweeb. Like, yeah. whatever, dude. Yeah. I mean, ripped, that body. Whoo boy, but, Oof. yeah. Exactly. Dude, he, uh, Adam Driver is like the guy that's in everything now, you know? Yeah. And so I just like, I love to, I love to think about the idea of like an Apple TV with um, like, so now that MLS is on Apple TV that they do like a behind the scenes, the way that they've done um, like drive to survive, right? That's the F1 show. Uh, or what's the show that they did about um, dancing uh, tacos. What what's that? Dancing tacos is that what it was? <laughs> is, yeah, is that that was the behind the scenes one of the Arsenal? Yeah, uh, dancing tacos. Yeah, the, yeah, dancing tacos. <laughs> no, but like uh, they do the behind the scenes of like Mikel Arteta, yeah. you know, giving his his team talks and whatever. It's like I want to see like Brian Schmetzer like talking to the Sounders, but then like Adam Driver's just like sitting in the corner wearing a kit <laughs> and a Kylo like, Ren mask. That guy's in everything. <laughs> no, because oh, you would like this. He's going to be in a new uh, Ferrari. Yeah, I saw uh, a still of it today, and it looked bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the still did. I mean, who knows? They should have got Mesut Ozil to play uh, Enzo Ferrari. Have you ever seen a side by side of Mesut Ozil and Enzo Ferrari? I've never seen him side by side, but you're 100 percent right because I watched him disappoint me as a as a uh, gunner fan. forever. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's exhausting. And to everyone that is like, it was just in the moment where I'm like, I don't understand why this stupid idea is happening, but I shouldn't have said it because it's happening and it's it it's dumb and. It's not like I'm sorry, but like I got called out on it, and I'm so glad I did because like, what, what was I well, like? What is it? I, my other idea of installing laser turrets on every stadium to fight off the pterodactyls is a way better <laughs> idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the flamethrowers are behind the every goal. Yeah. Um, did you know that they keep Stefan Fry from getting mosquito bites? Like, <laughs> see, I thought I thought they were kept. They were there to keep. Um, to keep Stefan Fry on the pitch, right? It's kind of, he's kind of like a rancor. He's scared of fire. <laughs> so, like, every time Stefan Fry, like, starts to wander away, every time he starts to wander away, they shoot the fire. He's like, oh, 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 I better go back. <laughs> Fry mad! Ah, Fry scared! <laughs> oh, Steph hungry. <laughs> um, we have so much more to talk about, Brandon, but, like, I don't, I don't know, like... Like there's so much to talk about. It's just this is all so exhausting. Like the SB Nation for all the jokes and everything else for SB Nation collapsing and places like Sounder at Heart losing their support to cover. That's like the best besides us obviously. It's the best way to stay up to up to date with what's going on with the team. I mean, yeah. we're our last podcast in September was really exhaustive, so you're welcome. But no, that was when our review was. I think the podcast was well before that. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's such a huge bummer, and people like Jeremiah, who like, I I, I don't know what his, I don't know what's how, next for him. Yeah, yeah. and if it, if he continues in some capacity there, or whatever. But like Dave Clark and Jeremiah Ocean and people like that have um have really 
connected the soccer fans like ourselves with the soccer content and i'm forever grateful for that and they did the work right like they yeah. did, they put in the time they did the work they went to training they did the research they like jeremiah have a photographic memory yeah. of everything that's ever happened with the seattle sound like it's it's rough to see uh an out like that an outlet like that be have its future so uncertain now at this point like who knows how it will continue if it will continue in some way shape or form um but you know i mean i guess good riddance because now we're the number one uh outlet for <laughs> seattle sounders news in uh the pacific northwest yeah so, absolutely absolutely uh, sucks, sucks to suck <laughs> hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline it's only a kick a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high-adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere Thursday at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC, and stream on Hulu. Okay, well, Brandon, I'm sorry we're skipping a bunch of stuff, like talking about the Sounders coming off a terrible season or Will Bruin doing time? I don't know what that in means. In Austin, Will Bruin's no longer a sounder. Yeah, but in Austin, yeah. that's uh, he gets to go, all right, all right, all right, to yeah. Mahogany, so that's cool. Get the, I bet you get a, you think as a signing bonus, they get a Yeti cooler? <laughs> I no, bet I they do. Like as a signing bonus, they get um, Matthew McConaughey to come give them like a, te- a personal TED Talk. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a tetanus shot. <laughs> 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 Seattle Sounders FC are in Morocco after a start to the preseason in Spain, which looked freaking beautiful on that southern coast of Spain there. My God. They're uh, now in Morocco, where they're playing in the Club World Cup. That is the honor that teams that win their regional Champions League get to go and compete at the highest level for who's the best club team in the world. The Cup of Cups. And Sounders play in their first round, which is actually technically the second round, on Saturday, like 9 a.m. local time. And also, I know that there's a way to watch it, but it's not Apple TV. So Yeah, <laughs> good, makes sense, right? Good luck. Yeah. They're playing against a team called Al, Al, uh, excuse me, Al Ali, I think. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't have any understanding of Arabic language roots and how to, um, how to use them correctly. All I know is that this is the most badass team in all of Egypt. I don't know if that means anything. Like, I don't know if being the best team in Egypt is like, 
I don't know. Good. Yeah, good it's like, or if it's, it's... like being the uh, best realtor that lives in this house that I'm in right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Technically, you're also the worst. I'm also the worst. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Checks out. Math, math adds up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the best water gun manufacturer on the moon. Like, yeah, it's... Okay, well, okay. good for you, yeah. but you know, yeah. that'll be good for the soccer game that's going to happen up there. And the Bruce they Lee did, I mean, look, they are. they did just beat... Auckland City, which first of all, like, I don't know, I I know more than your average person about Australia, but not a ton, right? And I did uh, not know that Auckland was in Australia. I thought it was in New Zealand. Oh, it is in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, it, but what's the difference, right? Um, I did a break on the radio today about that where. I'm like about to talk about Gautier, and I'm like, yeah. I've talked about this guy for ten straight years. I have no idea if it's New Zealand or Australia. Same with Lord. It's from one of those two, but she's I do from, know that Vance Joy's from Australia. So. Dude, where where is Old Zealand? <laughs> I don't Like I feel like Are uh, you a, Are you a dad by chance? We, we no, I'm just saying we know where Old Mexico is. We know where Old York is. I don't know where Old Mexico is. <laughs> You only know where New Mexico is. Oh, I got you. The OG yeah. Mexico. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know where Old Jersey is. We know where Old York is. But like, wait, do I you don't know where have... Old Jersey is too? Yeah, dude. It's in. It's a island in uh, uh, in the UK. What? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like Jersey, Guernsey. There's like a bunch of these uh, little islands out there. For what it's yeah. worth, I had never considered that there would be a previous Jersey. I just well, never. There's a previous. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Is like there's a at least we have. Where's Old Zealand? Why are we called New Washington? That's a good question. Like what? That's it. I'm changing it. <laughs> that, hey, uh, then, we're, then we're NWA. Oh, our two-letter yeah. abbreviation is actually three letters now, and it's NWA. <laughs> um, the uh, so all all Ollie, yeah. uh, is they they like didn't just beat. Auckland City, which they they like destroyed them. They beat them three nothing, and it it wasn't even particularly close. Was, and I feel like ever since they did that, and they knew they were going to face the Sounders in the um, quarterfinals. I suppose this would be right, like whichever team wins this goes on to face Real Madrid in the semifinals. Um, how do we know that? By the way, how does Real Madrid get to start in the semis? Because they're the like actual champions of the world. <laughs> <laughs> because, because they they won the the European Champions League and don't have to uh, don't have to play Auckland City. They don't have to stoop themselves to the level of Zealand. <laughs> it's like when we play in the U.S. Open Cup. You're just you're you start in round four instead of they don't have to play against like uh, all of the guys who all happen to work at the same like senior hospice care home right <laughs> that like paid the 30 bucks a pop to, to play this old guy just told me to give me 30 bucks if I kicked him in the nuts it was crazy <laughs> little did he know <laughs> man this cup really is open <laughs> um, let me give you a little history of the successes of Al Ali uh, this is from Wikipedia, <laughs> the source of choice. <laughs> they have a record 42 Egyptian Premier League titles. Side note, the club has been around since 1907, the same year that the Egyptian Premier League started. Whoa. 
Like they're like they have three times more history than MLS does or whatever, right? Look at that. I didn't say that. That was a good job. Um, they have 37 Egypt Cup titles, 12 Egyptian Super Cup titles. The club has never been relegated to the Egyptian second division. I did not look to see if there is an Egyptian second division, to be fair. That might just be a stat to pad things a little bit, but they're the most successful club in Africa and one of the continent's giants. In international competitions, the club has won a record 10 CAF Champions League titles, one CAF Confederations Cup of Cups, a record of eight CAF Super Cups, a record of four African Cup Winter Cups. Oh, my God. One Afro-Asian Club Championship, an Arab Club Champions Cup, an Arab Cup Winners Cup, a record of two Arab Super Cups, and has won three bronze medals in the FIFA Club World Cup. <laughs> so, I mean, they've made it to the to the second-to-last round three times Multiple at least, time. yeah, right? Yeah, at least three times. And, um, I, yeah, it's like this is a team that is also happens to be in the middle of their season, and so are the rest of the teams playing in this in this tournament. And the Sounders are have what played one one preseason friendly, two. two uh, th- they played a third friendly, I think, yesterday actually. But, okay, okay, but. Yeah, to your point that they're in the middle of their season, they won four of their last five and drew the other against Pyramids, who is obviously my favorite. Like geometry shaped things as names is awesome. <laughs> I just like the idea like what would the what would the American equivalent be to Pyramids FC? Because I like the idea that they're just like, we are naming ourselves after the like iconic Egyptian thing. Like what would the American version of that be? Freedom FC. <laughs> We're guns FC. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, have you ever like looked at um you know, Egypt, Egyptian, like, uh, so Al Ali has played, like, obviously in the Egyptian league, but they've played, obviously, against a bunch of the other African teams, right? Yeah. Like, some of the team names of other African teams um, in, like, some of the other countries, like the Nigerian league or the Cameroonian yeah. league, are incredible. Uh, I await <laughs> you delivering on well, this. <laughs> I, I have to look them. I have to look them up. Um, so they've they've currently won four of their last five. I think that they they must have had it canceled by now or whatever. But listed on the when you Google the team, um, Ali has a game on Sunday also in the in their Egyptian Premier League. I'm sure that that has to be postponed since they're playing in the Club World Cup or whatever. But yeah, um, the fact that they're coming off a four out of five game win streak is pretty pretty intimidating for a. Um, Sounders team that nil-nil draw in their first match, a 3-2 loss in their second preseason. Granted, they're playing two games in one day. They're bringing, they're trying everyone out and everything. You can't read too much into it. But I can read into the fact that the number one team in the Egyptian Premier League is number one and coming in hot. Yeah, it, it's... But like, if their competition is are things like the Chicken Inn Football Club in Zimbabwe <laughs> or the Big Bullet FC... Yes! <laughs> Which how are they not playing in the United States? That's a that's a Malawian uh, a Malawian team. You've got um, let's see, you've got Triangle Football Club, Triangle United Football what? Club. United is the best part. That is uh, Alt J's favorite. Uh, United favorite club. Africa Tigers Tigers Football Club, um, and then you've got like Big Police Machine <laughs> FC. What? How is that not in America? <laughs> Representing Tacoma, <laughs> that's a that is a uh, Nigerian team that got in trouble for a like very scandalous match fixie game where they won no um, sixty seven to zero. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. They just wanted to make sure they wouldn't lose the league on goal differential. <laughs> Don't worry, they scored sixty one of the sixty seven goals in the second half against Babiaro FC. <laughs> 
Well, I've never associated policing with scandal before, so I this this blows my mind. Um, I I actually I'm tamp tamping my expectations in the Club World Cup because this Egyptian team seems like they're doing pretty good, and I have no idea what the level of competition is. But I yeah, when you think of MLS. I just, it's not a top-tier soccer league in the world. It's second-tier, probably, right? Maybe? Yeah, I, w- I think that a lot of people will compare, like, it, like a lot of people make the, the have the question of, like, if you dropped an MLS team into the uh, English football pyramids FC, yeah. uh, where would they where would they play? Like, where, what level would they be? I think a lot of people think, like, mid-table championship to, mm-hmm. like, mid-to-low-table championship. Uh, like until last year. Until, yeah, until last year. Um, and, like, I think that that's... I think that that's probably maybe around where these Egyptian teams are. I don't know. Like, I I don't watch the Egyptian National League all the time. I just love the fact that ever since the Sounders have, like, gotten this draw against Al-Ali. And, like, maybe maybe there's a chance that the Sounders are on a coefficient level, you know, higher than Al-Ali because because Al-Ali had to play this play-in match against Old Zealand, Auckland City. Um, in order to be able to like play in this quarterfinal match, right? Um, but ever since they've gotten this draw, like all of the Sounders Facebook pages and Twitter pages have just been full of a bunch of like Arabic trash talking. Yeah. And so far, like the there's all just a lot of um, what is it? It's, it basically says like, uh, butts forward. I think is is like the the number one. Uh, thing that I've been able to like see via Google Translate is like come butts forward, and basically they're trying to say is like Wait, get like, ready to get butts or show yeah, up with yeah, butts yeah. forward, <laughs> cummerbunds forward. Uh, they're saying basically get ready to get like yeah, kicked to the bone, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, ew. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Why yeah, they gotta you know, do that? That's terrible. Classy, right? It's I, you know what's funny to me is that. Uh, Garth Lagerway, right, when he first signed as the general manager and president of soccer for the Sounders, um, he talked about how his goal for this club was to be able to win the Champions League, win the Cup of CONCACAF Cup, Mm. to be able to play games against teams like, well, not Al-Ali, but teams against like Real Madrid um, for for games that actually, you know, quote unquote, mattered, like in the Club World Cup, right? Like not just friendlies against these teams. And so the Sounders are going to be playing... um, against Real Madrid, potentially, if they're able to get through uh, the 11 Eagles, uh, as LLE is is known to their supporters. Um, and Garth Lagerwey won't be here to to see it because he's uh, over hanging out with Gonza- Gonzalo Pineda. Yeah. I wonder how that team's going to look, man. I wonder if Pineda's yeah. going to keep his job there. Okay, I've done a little researching while you were talking there. At teamform.com, it lists the different, um, you know, the the different clubs throughout the world and their position in terms of their team rating, okay, uh, uh, throughout the league. The Premier League in England is the number one league, followed just shyly behind is La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A, Serie A Brazil, France in League One, Primera, uh, oh boy, Portugal's Premier League, Liga MX is eight, uh, Argentina nine, and... Uh, Turkey is 10th in terms of the quality. You got to go down to the second page to find MLS in uh, the U.S. It's 53rd. No movement. It stayed even from last time. And then 
I'm doing some scrolling, bro, and it is I'm not finding Egypt anywhere on this list. So maybe the Egyptian Premier League is actually hot garbage. Hot garbage. Ah, uh, there it is. At one sixteenth, the Premier League of Egypt is um is the EPL. You mean the, the EPL? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that actually gives me a little more hope. I um, you know how cohesive the team is playing can be a big deal. How non-cohesively the team was playing last season for Seattle is a thing coming off of a break coming back with Jean Paulo like a new yeah. player in a bear or hey bear or hey bear what's up folks hey hey bear hi folks howdy folks that's what it is howdy folks hey bear there we go I feel like um I feel like just the fact that the uh the Al-Ali is mid-season the fact that they are yeah, you talk about cohesiveness. The fact that they're able to, um, they've played a few games together, and they're not trying to reintegrate a bunch of players yeah. uh, is is a big deal. But hey, the Sounders have Joe Paulo back, so uh, that's that should be good. That should be useful. Also, um, Seattle Sounders FC have Nuhu Tolo. Ah, done. done. So, game over, Egypt. Get out of here. All right. Um, well, I guess. All that's left then, Brandon, is to take a look at your Crystal Pepsi ball and give us a prediction. Saturday at like 9 a.m.-ish on FS2, Fox Deportes, and Fox 13 Plus, Sounders will take on Al-Ali in the second round of the Cup of Cups, the Club World Cup happening on Saturday. Uh, Who do you see? What do you see as a result? Look, I see uh, now that the... Now that Nuhu has scored a goal and um, in the same season, the Sounders missed the playoffs for the first time in their MLS history, mm. um, I see the Sounders tying Nuhu up behind the bench and never letting him play again. Um, <laughs> Seems likely. Yeah. <laughs> that old yeah. trick, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, but still winning this game... Um, I would say three to nothing. Three to nothing with a hat trick from Jao Paulo. How bad is Auckland, Australia, if that's the case, man? <laughs> Auckland, Old Zealand. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Sounders go down one nothing in the first half, come back to win 2-1. Okay. Okay. Right. Who scores? Who scores? Um, knew who twice. No. Dang it. <laughs> no, I think it'll be uh, Hey Bear and... Um, hey Bear. And, God, you say it so perfectly for not knowing the reference. It's amazing. Um, and uh, Freddie Montero. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'll be cool. Okay. Well, in case uh, this podcast is just too long and you didn't listen, it's too long, didn't listen. Brandon, too long, didn't listen? <laughs> uh, too long, didn't listen. Uh, Stephen Fry is a rancor, apparently. <laughs> With a fear of fire. <laughs> uh, too long didn't listen, Greg. Uh, the internet is exhausting. I am uh. like I'm still stressed out by it. I don't know how people make a career out of just sitting there and launching hot takes and getting yelled at. What do you get from that? Why is that? How is that possibly satisfying? Ooh. Anyway, too long didn't listen. Uh, too long didn't listen. I am trying to find out right now <laughs> how expensive it is to buy a pyramids football club kit because it is my new favorite team 
I'm more of a triangle SC guy myself, but you know. <laughs> we have to. Okay, I'm now looking up police machine FC jersey. Because I just hope it's a gun. You can follow Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast on social media at Full 90 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter and at Full 90 Soccer Time on Instagram. And don't forget to rate, review, and tell a friend. Hot rubbish. Hot rubbish.